as an entrepreneur, especially if you're a small business owner and you, you're small staffed, and in most cases, photographers are just in a silo by themselves. They're Swiss Army knives doing all the things at once, right? right. And and so I've been there, done that. We have a we have a staff and a team now. But one of the things that I really saw as, and, you, and I'm going to ruin your question at the end, one of the biggest pivots that I made as a business that launched my business into a, a different stratosphere um, revenue-wise and just notoriety and all the different things was I, I, I started hiring people to handle the minutia and the things that they were really good at so that I could focus on growing my business, creating content for my clients, and sort of staying in my lane and then just being able to oversee everything. They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple, change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Welcome, everyone, to the show today. We have a very special two guests today that we have on the show, and I'm going to tell you just a little bit about who they are and um, why they're here on the show. So uh, we have Devo and Lisa on the show today, and they are owners of two of the most successful photo and video agencies in the South. They are serial entrepreneurs who launched a joint venture in 2018, helping small business owners brand and scale called Sprout Connectors. Love that. And they are co-hosts of Mind Body Business Podcast and are repeatedly named the top three visual storytellers of the South. Woo-woo! So thank you, Lisa and Diva, for being on the show today. Thanks for having us. You're welcome. So tell us a little bit about you guys. You know, we, your story is interesting. I know what your story is, but not everybody does. So tell us a little bit about you guys. Rock and roll. Me? Okay. Well, I've been in business for quite a while. Had a couple of businesses and um, was married, four kids, did all the things that I thought I was supposed to be doing. And then my life kind of turned upside down and I was established as a photographer are we going to, are we going dark here? Can I go deep? You can this, go deep. I love deep actually. <laughs> was established as a photographer, but that photographer, that business was under my, my ex-husband's name at the time. And through situations that had happened throughout our, our, our marriage, um, it became evident that I needed to start a new life. And, um, a few years ago, made that leap to branch out, to rebrand myself, to start my own business in my own name from scratch. And then from there, um, through connecting with different people, was able to start my business, get it up and running pretty fast. And in the meantime, through some social media channels, connected with this guy here and through Instagram. I know, Instagram, who knew that you could- you know, we've made so many connections. That's another discussion there. 
Um, but through that, ended up discussing different things that we were doing in our business and then ended up collaborating with our two businesses and starting a new one together that we could kind of reach out to different people and do different things that were really exciting us and we found a, a need in the industry for it. Wow. So you guys just got together for just something else, it sounds like, and you started collaborating and then you just kind of created this business together, thought, oh, this sounds good. Well, we had so many different discussions and we found that we were, we had a lot of people connecting with us and asking us questions and how do you do this and what do you do in this certain situation and we were consulting with a lot of different people and we're like, hmm, this is probably a business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I see. And it's interesting to me that that the people that you surround yourself with, how important that is, because we've been able to surround ourselves with really interesting people that are doing phenomenal things in the world and you want to be a part of it too. So mm -hmm. we end up kind of connecting and, and collaborating with these great people. Mm -hmm. I'm working on my listening skills. Huge. Are you working on your listening skills? Well done. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, for the record, you, everyone that's listening today, these two are not married. They are just uh, friends, I guess, that are connected through other businesses. And um, we just want, I just wanted to clarify that because I did ask that, that question beforehand. And I know people are going to ask. Um, so you guys just new businesses, new friends, collaboration and got together and, and you're just, well, that was, that was a few years ago. Now we're, you know, we're, we're engaged. We're actually. engaged. Oh, you are engaged. Well, you Sorry. Did not tell me that part. <laughs> we're, 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 nobody <laughs> knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> okay. Okay. I get it. I get it. So, so I was going to okay, tell that side of the story, but sense. I was, okay. Okay. I was going to tell that version of the story, but I was working on my listening oh, skills. Oh man. We, we, told me that I was we, talking. <laughs> We ruined his story. All right. All right. So, Devo, tell us a little bit about your side of the story, Dave. Well, I had been stalking her on Instagram for quite some time before I found no, that's joking. Um, I had seen her on Instagram, true story. And we live, at the time, we lived four hours apart. So, um, I had always wanted to travel. I have never traveled. And I had an opportunity to, this is um, many years ago to start doing destination weddings. And so I sort of kind of fell into the, to that space with my business and I don't even know how, well, I do know how the universe kind of did that, but the universe algorithm threw her into my queue and she had just posted an image uh, in Italy, in Rome. And I'd always wanted to go to Italy. And, um, I was just fascinated by a lot of different things. I didn't, I wouldn't say we were both in relationship at the time. So it didn't really start off in, in a romantic capacity, even though I did think that you were. That's not why my marriage ended. It wasn't him. Just got to say that. <laughs> okay. Good for the record. <laughs> Some Thanks for being transparent. Let's <laughs> so put it out there. Anyway, so I saw that post of her. There's some weird feedback here. And I just uh, reached out to her because I thought her post was fantastic. And she sort of seemed like she was a wise ass. And she is. So I wrote her wise ass note. And she responded right away because she couldn't resist. And the rest is history. Oh. Um, in terms of Sprout, the business, I think what Lisa said is pretty accurate. We, we both have, have run very successful photography businesses for some time. But uh, I know, and, and in talking, you know, five, four and a half years later, we always wanted something a little bit more for our brand, for our business, not just photographers, because we never really considered ourselves photographers. It's sort of doesn't, it's not an agile enough term for what we do. So um, Sprout was born because part impetus for wanting more from our brand, mm -hmm. but also wanting to collaborate together because we have a nice, no pun intended, but a nice marriage of our different styles and perspectives. 
both in business and in, in the photo and video world because that's what we both do. And so um, we started shooting together, actually. Oh, I love actually, that. Yeah, in fact, I invited you to come up to Charlotte to shoot for the first time. And mm-hmm. she pulled up in this little tiny mini and she's like six feet tall with boots on. And I was like, how the hell does she even fit in that car? First of all, it's a clown car. It's a clown <laughs> car. Not going to lie. I'm sorry. Pulling out all the equipment. <laughs> and she didn't talk to me the entire wedding. So there you go. And I'm like, why is she not talking to me? Because I'm working. She was very focused and driven and motivated. And I was like, this woman is really a hard worker, but can she just say hi at least? So that's how we met. And then uh, wow. we just started working together almost mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. It, it honestly, though, it's it's that understanding that you know community over competition. You're getting out and working with people in your same industry, helping them out, and and it just expands what mm-hmm. you're doing. Mm-hmm. I totally uh, agree. basically being a spy as to what they're doing. Mm. So is that what you were doing? Yeah, give me your pricing. Yeah. <laughs> This is great. So, so collaboration is obviously very important for you guys because you've collaborated together. And now not only do you have a business together, but you also have now have a relationship, which is kind of cool. Um, so you, okay, take us back to, you did this show. She didn't talk at all. And so how did you, (laughs) how did you end up having a conversation? Well, because she's a good, she's a good photographer. So I just used her for her photography. Yeah. No, I mean, I was, I, I jest. We did talk. We actually ended up going out at, was it the first one or your second no, one? No, it was the second one. Okay, yeah. So we did actually end up hanging out afterwards. And it was her birthday the second time we worked together. So we ended up going to get a drink, a martini, which she had never drank alcohol in like 30 years. So I, I was, I was, a, Mor- I was a Mormon. Was I was married into the Mormon religion and was like the Mormon wife. So yeah. So I brought her to the dark side, Donna. Yep. <laughs> so you guys ended up having a drink talking about working more together i mean how did you there's a lot of ideas a lot of ideas of what we wanted to do and things that were really interesting to us and we weren't being fulfilled in just shooting we wanted to kind of reach out and do some other things well well before we even worked together we had been talking um via text message and instagram for months again it was back and forth just you didn't know each other a little bit oh yeah we developed a friendship and again she was in a relationship so it was kind of odd like Hey, can you come up here and shoot with a strange dude you'd never met before four hours away? Is your husband going to be cool with that? So like, it was kind of, he didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> so anyhow, that's how it worked. We'd already, we'd already known each other pretty well by that point. So, and we're fast connectors, hence the names proud connectors. So mm, I love it. I love it. Yeah. So, so now you guys are talking about collaborating and doing this new business, not photography obviously but connectors um and tell us what is what is connectors what is sprout connectors you want me to do it, you can do it go ahead well it's a lot of different things we, we 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 took all of our best assets and it was it's kind of interesting because you talked you talked early in the show about the process right and so mm-hmm. you know i don't know that i ever really knew what i wanted to be when i grew up and i certainly i had worked in the corporate world for years lisa had done a bunch of different operations and ventures in her in her uh, life before we came together um, but none of them ever really fit and i knew i loved having a camera in my hand i knew i loved telling stories with my camera and i knew that i had um, a considerable skill at doing it but i was also very fascinated by business and so i, I you know i have a business background and the, all that sort of stuff but i never really knew what i wanted to do with it so um honestly truthfully uh, 
we both sort of went through a tumultuous period of our lives and then came together. So it was sort of like a spawning or a sprouting, which is where the name actually came from. Um, there's a lot of different plays on that word. Uh, and we just decided that there was a lot of opportunity using all the skills that we had to, to collaborate and bring them together and form something different that that's not really being offered in, in the capacity because um, we sort of have a unique take on photography. You talked a lot about storytelling. But it's so much more and, and, and sort of the cornerstones of our business and success has been the way we have branded and marketed. And we realized that there was a void, especially in the small business world, because a lot of small businesses don't have the resources to hire a branding expert, a marketing expert, a social media expert, a content expert, a photographer. By the time you start tallying up those different positions in a silo, you know, you're looking at half a million dollar budgets. And so we thought we could form with our assets and our skill sets, we could bring a lot of that to the table and help small businesses. And so that's where Sprout was born in a nutshell, sort of, right? And I think it was a little bit frustrating for us as we were dealing with clients just on a photography basis. Here, you're handing over all these assets. Here's here's all these images that we've created for you. Now run with them and you'd hand them to them and they wouldn't know what to do with them. Mm -hmm. And we would be sitting and talking to them and you, you know, you're, you're inspired by the people that you work with and connect with. Usually you're, you're kind of pulling in those people that are a fit with you mm -hmm. and you would be like, Oh, you know what? You know, I see you doing this. This would be a really great thing. And, and here's a few other things you could do in your business that would really promote it. And we'd love to see you doing this. And, and we'd end up helping them. And because they just didn't have that either the time, the space, the resources, or the mentality to do that. They're smart, but they're really smart doing their business. Mm -hmm. Just don't know what you're, you know, here's, here's a, a thousand images run with them and be free, but what do I do with them? Right. Right. So you guys kind of connected the dots for them mm -hmm. and taught them how to get it up and running and what to do with what you gave them. Love that. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of iterations that came before that. Mm -hmm. As Lisa touched on earlier, you know, we had pretty decent Instagram success. I generate about half of my revenue from social media um, mm -hmm. and very strong SEO presence. And um, we were getting a lot of, on a daily basis, inquiries from other photographers and other small business owners and our personal, you know, collection of, of business people that we know. And it's, it's like, we were always giving out all this advice on how we did this, how do we grow our Instagram, how do we do our content, all these different things. And we were just basically throwing it away for free. And we thought, why is there, is there, and, and that sounds selfish, but we were. Um, and so we just decided, is there a way to monetize that and still provide value and still run our business and at the same time, continue to do the things we love doing most. And so that was kind of how it began. We started doing small workshops mm -hmm. and photography classes and things like that. And it just kind of kept compounding upon itself. It's interesting when it doesn't come to light at first, when, when you're thinking, you know, like I'd, I'd like to grow my business, but what do I do? Well, what are you speaking to people about all the time? Mm -hmm. What gets you excited? What do you love helping people with? That, that could be a business for you. Mm -hmm. You you just always assume that there's nothing special about what you're doing, but other people might think it's a superpower and it could be a superpower. We're all great at different things. It's just finding that niche of what what's your, your superpower? Where, where's your tribe mm -hmm. of people that you can help out? Mm -hmm. Well, it's interesting again, because we didn't start out Sprout today, even in 2021 versus when we sort of soft launched it in 2018 is a completely different beast. And we didn't, we didn't just sit down and, hey, let's write a business plan. Let's have our marketing plan. We just sort of kind of fell into it because we were still running our other businesses full-time. And this was kind of a, it was a side hustle in a way. 
but the side hustle kept growing and we kept getting more and more business and inquiries in that space. And we're like, there's, there's something to this. We should probably sit down and have a plan around it. And so that's, and it's morphed into a completely different version today than it was three years ago. And I suspect it might again. That's similar to, you know, your life story, right? You know, what we've did three years ago, it just morphs and changes all the time. And what, what I've been able to do at this time in my life, I wouldn't have been able to do 20 years ago. And it comes from experiences, from failure, from learning, from growing, from being more comfortable with who you are, with just being um, free to talk to people about what you do, what you're good at, what, and not, not feeling like you have to be a pretense of this perfect person, you know, be relatable to people and not really, we allowed to care. That's really deep. No, it's not. But, you know, I think some of it comes with age, too. And when you've been, you know, not had everything work out perfectly, that you become that person that people can relate to. And you can talk to them about experiences when, you know, you could everything a few yeah. years ago. Yeah, because you no. went through that. Yeah. No, no well, I people totally get it. had that perception of you like um, she's she's, you know, you know we wouldn't want to talk to her or whatever. But but kind of coming to that point in your life where that you are excited about connecting with people you're excited about seeing what their superpower is and how you can you know connect together we're using that word a lot Mm. well well, i don't know if you had we're going to say something but if i can jump in on that i I was in a relationship and i was actually married for for, together with somebody for 17 years and we got divorced uh i don't even know the year but the version of me that was in that relationship versus the version of me today. And I suppose that sounds cliche, but I wouldn't have been able to be in this space with her with that old version. So it's interesting paradigm shift. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's just because you grow or evolve or you start to seek that it's, I always struggle with that. Is that just part of like, Oh, I'm older. So I'm suddenly wiser. Or do you actively, because not, a, I, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like you just sort of kind of there's been a crazy transition for me personally over the last eight years in my life because it's not, it's not even close to who I was eight years you ago. You wouldn't have liked me 20 years ago. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't swearing. I, I can drop a good spicy sentence enhancer now. It's true. It you makes, do. Yeah. You are pretty yeah. good at it. You're a dirty girl. <laughs> well, you know, we evolve and we learn as, as, you know, when we're younger, we don't even know what we want most of the time. You know, you get married young how do you even know what you want in a person? It's not until you have those experiences that you then decide, oh, I kind of don't like this. <laughs> Maybe but I want a little more of this. Yeah. I was you told know? that I was supposed to do this, this, and this, and I've done them. Why am I not? Why am I not fulfilled? Ever after? Why is it not working for me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so you learn from that and you grow. So I totally understand that. And I you know, we evolved to who we are today and our businesses evolved to who we are. And yeah, they're not going to be the same. If we are the same, then we're not growing. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think it's good that businesses are growing and evolving and changing because, you know, that's how life is. So I love that. I love that you guys are doing that. And so, so now if, what exactly so I know you guys use your photography but what you you take your photos are they of business people are they of just what exactly do you do for people that's what I'm trying to gather so we're for all intents and purposes just to simplify it we're we're a marketing and branding agency that's what Sprout is at the crux of that but within that we have we've built up a team of of people who work for us as well as partners who do 
who, who manage the digital asset library of everything. So we also can manage SEO for our clients. We do paid, paid advertising through social media, um, Google, Facebook, et cetera. Um, we also do email funnels and click funnels and all that sort of stuff. But, but that's, those are sort of peripheral add-ons that, that just are, are frothing on the cake for our clients. Our bread and butter is centered around branding, strategy, ideation to help you scale your business, supply that with the appropriate digital assets, photography, video, et cetera. And then we manage the social media channels for you once we've created that content so that you can focus on your business and stay in your lane. I think okay. a lot of it is building now a that re- totally yeah. helped me understand exactly what you do. So that sounds appealing to, I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs, because like you said, you're too busy doing all the different things. If you're doing them all, you, you're not doing them well, first of yeah. all. But you need to focus on what you're good at. Yeah. We're, we're interested in building relationships with people. And I know that sounds like, yeah, sure, whatever. But we want to be in it for the long game. We want to be able to not just hand something over and say, mm-hmm. here you go. Mm-hmm. We'll start with that branding exercise, which is, is pretty in-depth so that we know exactly this is, this is what your mission is. This is what your why is. And how can we help? And we've had other clients that just want to like, just get going, like, you know, when can you start? But we don't know anything about your business. And until we know what your purpose is, where, where, where you want to be in three months, where you want to be in six months, what, what are your assets? What, what is the whole purpose of this? Mm-hmm. Then we don't want to get started with that because then we're just, we're just creating something that really doesn't have a purpose or is non-intentional. Well, the thing that we, and again, this, this goes for all and that of that goes for every business. Yeah. And it goes for us as well. I think one of the things that I noticed and observed through 20 years as, as an entrepreneur, and I, and I started out as doing it as a sort of a hobby and a side hustle. But one of the, the quickest things I realized is that as an entrepreneur, especially if you're a small business owner and you, you're small staffed, and in most cases, photographers are just in a silo by themselves. They're Swiss army knives doing all the things at once. Right. right. And and so I've been there, done that. We have, a, we have a staff and a team now, but one of the things that I really saw is, and, you, and I'm going to ruin your question at the end, one of the biggest qu- pivots that I made as a business that launched my business into a, a different stratosphere um, revenue-wise and just notoriety and all the different things was I, I, I started hiring people to handle the minutia and the things that they were really good at so that I could focus on growing my business, creating content for my clients and sort of staying in my lane and then just being able to oversee everything. And so, and Lisa did the same. And so we quickly learned through our own experience and iterations that that model could also be applied as a service that we were helping other businesses learn that and grow that so that they too could stay in their lane and run their business and that sort of stuff. And so that's kind of the impetus for what we are. Plus, we're really effing good at it. So it makes it's, it a little bit better. It's interesting. Yeah, that's great. So so I love this because, um, again, there's so many entrepreneurs that need what you guys have. And sometimes they don't even know they need it because they're trying to do all the things. They just don't realize or they don't know how to mm-hmm. hire other people to be able to help them do that. You guys been through the ropes. You've done it. You know how to actually put that together. So do you have like a team of people that actually help them or do you actually get them their own like VA and stuff like that? No, no, it's all inclusive to us. So that, that that's our value okay. proposition. We have, okay. we have a team of 12 of us now. And so we have okay. 
a couple of people who are focused on specifically SEO and web and web development. We have got people who are specifically just focused on writing, who do all of our content writing for us. We're obviously nice. the creators and the visionaries behind it. Um, but it, you know, hiring people is, if anybody were to ask what's been my biggest struggle growing my business is finding quality people. So yeah. Um, I will agree with that too. We have a really strong team now that we, but it's taken us years, even with Sprout, it's four years, four years later, three and a half years later, we're still kind of building that, that foundation. Um, we've been blessed. We've been through a lot of different recycling on this, but we've been blessed with the team we have now. They've been with us for a bit. Um, but it's a, it's sort of a, a symbiotic process until you find the right energies that people can work together. And then once you do, it just sort of launches. Wow, that sounds sounds wonderful. So yeah. if somebody were to want to actually work with you, how did they find you guys? You want to drop that? Yeah, they can find us at sproutconnectors.com. And there's actually something on there too. Uh, if you scroll on our homepage, just if you want some information on what can I do about my branding? How can you help me with that? You can just fill that out and we'll connect with you and give you some ideas. Uh, so I'd like to also add to that because a lot of people confuse what branding actually is. And I, and I find this a lot with most small businesses as well is that the people think, okay, I'm just going to go launch, get myself a logo and a cool website and I'm ready to make all kinds of money. And that's not at all what it is. Um, our process sort of re reverse engineers everything. So you have a business idea. That's great. You have some talent and some skills. That's great. But um, what we find most often, and, and I'm raising my hand because I was in that position before you sort of don't really know what you want to focus on in your business and you end up sort of just bouncing around all over the place because, and everybody throws the name out, what's your why? And that's been repeated for hundreds of years and all sorts of different books and stuff, but, but it truly is like you don't, if you don't understand your purpose and you don't have a GPS uh, to get there in some ways, right? You just kind of end up just floating around and bouncing around. So what we've done with our business models, we reverse engineered that so that instead of focusing and just trying to take people's money in their business, we actually start from the beginning. So we take everything that they want to do, have tried to do. We look at that from a holistic perspective to understand what their purpose is or with the infringe or raison d'etre. And so that we understand why do they show up to work every day? Why do you want to be a photographer? Why do you want to be a podcaster? Why is it that you want to do the things that you do? And if you don't understand that, first and foremost, then you're going to have a really hard time fulfilling the obligations that are required to make that successful in the first place. Yeah. Wow. So we help with that. That's what branding is, actually. It's not just logos and websites. Right, right. It's finding what's driving them and use mm -hmm. that to brand them as that specialty and whatever that is that they mm -hmm. love doing or that they can do for hours and hours and hours on end and not feel like they're working at all. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love that. And, and you're right. I, even myself as a business um, owner myself, it took me a while before I figured out what that one special thing was. And, you know, I even created something of my own, but it still wasn't quite there till I found what was here. So I totally get what you're talking about. What was and that? How, how did you come into that, into that fruition? What was that? Do you mind me asking? It, it really was just sitting down and brainstorming one day with someone and talking about who I was mm -hmm. and how I wanted to represent myself. Mm -hmm. And I had to think about that. How do I want to represent myself? How, how do I want people to see me? Mm -hmm. What is my, like, 
how do I want my business to be for other people? Mm-hmm. You know, how is that? How can I portray that to them in a way that really resonates with me? And that was really, it was aha moment of, oh my gosh, like, that's it. Like I'm, I'm one of those very heart centered people. And that's where I come from. Always have every client I've ever worked with knows that. I mean, I value them from my heart. Like I really care. Mm-hmm. And, and I wanted to portray that of being that heart centered person that, you know, is authentic mm-hmm. and, and really is who she is and really wants to wrap my arms around you and say, okay, we're going to do this, but not, I'm not going to make you do it on your own. We're going to do it together. And, and that's where all of that came in. And I just felt like, oh my gosh, that's who I am. And so I always, what- so once you figured that out, and, and this is a question more than a statement, once you figured that out, it, it sort of becomes easier for you, right, to show up. Oh, because oh, Because tons. once you, yeah, you sort of have a roadmap now. Like, I know <laughs> yeah. how I want to show up. I know what my clients, I know how I want my clients to perceive me. I know what services that I'm really good at and what I don't like. And I know how to fulfill that because this is my purpose, et cetera. But then you sort of it's like a mosaic. It just starts it's like to come a together. Roadmap. It's like, yeah. it's like all of a sudden everything just intermeshes and it's just mm-hmm. like, ah, mm-hmm. now it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. Before I'm still it was tr- just a little here, a little there, a little here, a little there. And I was just trying to figure it all out. Like you said, most of the entrepreneurs do, but when it really meshed mm-hmm. like that, it was just like, whole nother ball game. I, I was yeah. like, angels were singing. <laughs> it's kind of funny. A friend of ours and a client of ours, he, he uses a term called mosaic. And we always use the pixelations of a photo just because it's sort of, you know, kind of in our space. But if you ever look at a photo and you zoom in, you have all these little pixels and they're kind of all over the place. But when you pull out, you kind of, and that's what happens when you do in your business, when you pull out so that you can have a macroscopic perspective of mm-hmm. who you are, what you are, why you're all those funny buzzwords that people throw around it just sort of comes together as a mosaic, right? And then you're like, ah, you're right. I like that, that aha I, moment. I think it's hard yeah. for an entrepreneur though, because a lot of times you're, you're just run so ragged, you're down in the weeds, you're doing all mm. the things. So to do what you said, you literally have to stop, take a step, step back, back. And it was and not even trying at the moment yeah. that it happened. Like I wasn't, I wasn't looking to figure that out all of a sudden. It just, all of a sudden it just made sense. Mm-hmm. It was like, this is what I'm all about. I've been like this from years and years back. You know, it's like, this is who I am. It's, it's stepping into your power. Oh, amazing. And the so crazy I thing of it is, that you do that for people. the crazy thing of it is, and we were having this conversation today. I, I don't even know if this data is right, but something like only 1%, if you were to interview people in their careers, and all the things that they've done over the history of their, and, and, and there's some science on this, that only 1% of the people actually pursue the things that they really ultimately wanted to do. They end up falling into the corporate death trap or whatever it is, but mm-hmm. 1% of the population actually find their way. Well, I think we're, we're uh, as humans, we just kind of endure things sometimes. We just like plot along and this is what we're supposed to do, but yeah, maybe it's not. Well, because we're taught that from day one, we're not trained to be entrepreneurs. We're not educated to be, 
to work outside of a silo on our own. We're, 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 I mean, from the day we're, I'm going, sorry, I'm going to go deep and dark here, but from the day we're thrown into a classroom, we're put into a chair, we're lined up in rows. We have a teacher up at the front. She's the pedagogue where we can't, we can't disrupt that system. We sit there. Yeah, we we can't disrupt the system. We have to listen. We have to memorize everything and we have to take a standardized test. And if we do really well, we move to the next level and we're taught to just, and that goes on from first grade all the way up to college and you get into college. And even now academia today, it's polarized polarized away from freedom of thought and critical thought. So we're not we're not taught to be disruptors. Disruptors. We're taught to get in line and just follow the herd. And so it's no wonder that it's one percent of the population breaks free from that. No? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And you know, when you say disruptor, to me that's somebody that's trying to find who they are. Really. It's it's not that they're just trying to be this, you know kind of outburst person it's more that they just want to speak who they really are the truth they're not allowed to like you said in school you know you have these strict rules and hey you have to stay in Mm -hmm. line and you have to do all these things so wouldn't it be nice if one day we have these schools that actually do pull on our creation and i think there's some that do try Mm -hmm. to do that so i love that Mm -hmm. but i would love to see it more and more in the you know in all of the public schools, that would be amazing. Well, it used to be that way. If you if you study the historical records of education, especially in the in the Westernized world, it was that way prior to World War II. In fact, it was sort of people were taught to be critical thinkers, and then somewhere along the lines, it's well, I, I can go deeper on that. I know exactly why. What were you happened, reading but... the other night? <laughs> you're, you're quoting all this stuff, and I'm like, oh my gosh, really? Yeah, yeah it's crazy. <laughs> but I'm with you. I, the, this, I, I, and personally, I, I actually think the chapter of our lives right now, with everything going on on the globe right now, that paradigm is shifting back to what you just said. I think people I think are waking so up. Oh yeah. I, I personally Huge believe. awakening from. Yeah. COVID, whether yeah. Co- co- whether COVID is real or not, and that's a different conversation. It has served as a catalyst for a bevy of people that are finally like what the fuck it's time to wake up like why am i working this job that i hate (laughs) exactly so for whatever reason i'm sorry to all the people that have lost their lives but it is what it is um this is is i believe that there's a a silver lining to all this i I really truly want to believe that so i truly believe believe that as well well, I am. This has been a joy. Thank you guys so much for being on the show today. Um, I know you guys have a website that um, where people can actually be able to look you up and find you. Um, share with us your website so we can put that in our show notes as well and make sure that they're able to connect with you. If you want to give us your Instagram, whatever you guys, you know, how can we find you? Well, we have a bunch of different channels. Give me your, your personal channel because that's a fantastic Instagram. That's how I met her. So people should probably want to look at that. Sweet. Go I should have blocked you. I'm glad I didn't. April 4th, <laughs> 2017. You'll find the photo of you dressed in the Darth Vader outfit in Rome. I don't know if I fit into those clothes anymore. So, hey. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Lisa Staff Photo. Mm-hmm. And I'm Fusion Photog on Instagram. And our uh, that's Fusion like fusion photography um and our sprout one is currently under renovation so we're not giving that out because <laughs> we don't want people to see it <laughs> we well this will be this will be airing else. for a few months so just so oh, you okay, know cool. perfect it's not going to come out right away all right well yeah the best way to find us is on our website it's www.sproutconnectors that's plural sproutconnectors.com and then you can find us on instagram at fusion photog release a staff photo as well okay perfect 
Guys, thank you so much. This was such a fun conversation and I really enjoyed having you guys on the show today. So thank, thank you for you. being here. Were you going to ask Lisa her question? Oh, yes. The beginning? Thank you. Gosh, here, it's my show. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> well, I'm just Lisa. waiting to see oh, all the different doors that you raised. She's no, like, wait a minute. I didn't want to answer just... that. <laughs> so I always ask, you're right. At the end of the show, I always ask, what is the one thing that really made the biggest shift for you to be able to go from, you know, where you were, you were in a situation, divorce, trying to grow your own business because you were under your husband's and, and, you know, um, Devo was also in the similar situation, um, with his, you know, separating with his wife and things. So how did you go from there to being where you're at today and having this thriving business that you absolutely love and enjoy every day? Okay. There's a lot of ugly crying that <laughs> happened at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to be can, real so you don't want to be like oh everything was perfect mm -hmm. you know it's hard but you know life can be hard and sometimes you just need that catalyst that push it'd be nice to to come to that agreement that I'm going to do this but so, and do it voluntarily but sometimes you do need that push off that cliff and stepping into your yeah I needed a big shove I need like oh okay um I'm going to do this all on my own now. And I have to take care of my kids and pay for all these things. So sometimes that is, is what happens. And it's not like a driving force, mm -hmm. but, but you can step into your power. And on the other side of fear, once you start taking that first step, then the next step and the next step. And again, it might be crying a lot as you go to a job and then you pull it off and you're like, heck, I did that. So just taking that step into fear. One and step getting at to a time. The, yeah. Mm -hmm. Love side. that. Perfect. So don't worry about the whole journey. Just think about the next step. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. Anything you want to add, Devo? Yeah, mine was completely different. Um, mine was a maelstrom, a swirl of all sorts of chaotic events that occurred sort of concurrently to each other. No um, ugly crying? Um, no, I've had my share of crying. I'm a crier. I'm a male crier. Um, <laughs> I just noticed you had this open back shirt that looks really nice. Um, I, I had a chance encounter with a witch truthfully, who put a book in my hands that I had, I, I used to be an avid reader, like literally read one book a week type of thing. And then um, through the last waning years of my marriage, for a variety of reasons, I stopped reading. And um, I, I was given a book that changed my life. And that was the catalyst for a bunch of other things. Truthfully speaking, not to sound uh, smarmy and whatnot, but meeting Lisa was, uh, was sort of a catalyst for me as well, because it got my it got my power of inspiration back. And, and um, I, I was inspired by what we did together. And I don't mean that romantically. I just was inspired um, working with her and being able to collaborate with somebody who was equal or greater than me in so many different levels. It just was inspiring. Uh, and so that was great. And then truthfully speaking, uh, taking a step back and some sort of modicum of self-awareness and realizing that I was doing something that I didn't really give two fucks about. And I wasn't really, I wasn't fulfilling my superpower and being able to, being able to hone in on that, like you just talked about with yourself. I, I put myself through a very similar exercise as yourself and sort of realized like, what is, what is it that I want to do with my life? I, I don't want to be 70 years old and hanging upside down from a tree doing weddings for 14 hours a day on a Saturday. Like that's yeah. just, there's, there's no sustainability to that. No one's going to hire grandpa oh, Devo. Work my hip. <laughs> So, so, yeah so there's a lot of reasons for me and i and I, it was pull my walker up for me <laughs> trying to hold on a second here so yeah um it was a lot of things and but all of them kind of happen and 
there's a there's a quote from Buddha that uh, that says, you know, when the student is ready, the message arrives, and that mm. was never more the case for me. I, I was never ready for any of the things I'm doing now. 15, 20 years ago, even five years ago. So for whatever reason, the universe has a plan for me and it's now starting to uh, execute itself. So I think it's fantastic. Mm. It always delivers, doesn't it? I do. And you surround yourself with those. So do you think reading that, I'm sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you, but do you think reading a book a day was like a big, like, like, did that help you or getting back to that or maybe just the creativity? So it was more a book a week. I, did, I couldn't read a book in a day, but um, oh, I'm sorry, book a week is what I know. But I was saying like going up through college and, and before I had gotten married, I, I was literally reading uh, on average a book a week just because I love consuming information. Um, and I but I got away from reading. And I think what got me, it's not that I'm now back to a cadence of checking off a TikTok list of I read a book a week. Mm-hmm. It's that I got back to reading itself because I hadn't got done it. that anymore. You know, I was watching TV and I was eating poorly and I had a bad diet. I was an angry motherfucker and I was always just like I hate life and um, I did I hated life and uh, I, I, there's a lot of people that you meet like that every day that's like that and um, I don't know that book reading is necessarily the reason why that no it's certainly not the change there's a whole bunch of different things but getting back to reading and meditating and journaling and sort of taking time to just breathe as opposed to always focusing on getting ahead and competition and crushing everybody and being the best and making all, I used to make half a million dollars working in the corporate world. And I hated my life. Like I would drive for an hour and a half to work every morning. I used to live in, I'm from San Diego and I'm like, I hated myself. And now I'm doing something that I'm passionate about. I'm with somebody who I absolutely adore. And uh, there was a lot of different things that just kind of came together at the same time. It was the universe just saying, wake up, man. There's more to it than this. Your time, wake up and start smelling the roses. Yeah. right in front of you i love yeah. that thank you guys so much for being on the show again this has been so much fun i just really appreciate it can't wait to air it um and i look forward to checking out your stuff as well i always like to check out the things that um my guests are actually sharing so thank you for sharing your story and being vulnerable and giving us all kinds of cool ideas for those that are listening looking to get into business if you guys want to check them out please do. We'll make sure we have the links in the show notes. And uh, thank you again. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. It was good. Thank you. Awesome. This is Donna Gammon and this is Power to Grow. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Thank you.